now I kind of look back and people even tell me, they're like, how did you know how to do that? Or where, who was helping you? And I just did it. (laughs) Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories, inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. I would like to welcome today's guest, Julie Hagelman, who is a socially conscious entrepreneur and founder of Noble Sands, the first travel, earth, and heart-friendly resort wear brand that transcends and transforms fashion, literally. She's also a heart and wellness advocate and speaker, inspiring others to live authentically and with purpose. Welcome, Julie. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Elizabeth. I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's just, just you have a powerful and wonderful story, and uh, there's, there's different areas to touch on, but I would like for you to kind of see what your beginnings were and your journey a bit to got, getting you to where you are today. Well, so... Um... A couple of years ago, uh, I came up with this concept uh, of Noble Sands, and uh, I knew that I wanted to create something that was uh, sustainable, something that was multi-purpose, um, and to sort of educate people on becoming a more conscious consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put a lot of thought into that the name itself um noble sands noble meaning holding something in high regard and sands uh meaning the moments of time and so um i i my background is not in fashion um i came up with the concept of the strand wrap on a vacation i i am kind of my client, not unlike a lot of businesses that start, um, it was kind of out of the need of uh, not being able to find what I wanted. And um, so I came up with this concept of a a single garment that can be worn in multiple ways. Um, And uh, so I, I started wearing it and people started commenting on it. And so I thought, well, maybe I can start a business out of this. And moved to Southern California. What better place to start a sustainable resort wear brand? Mm-hmm. And um, that's not my background. So I just hit the ground running, uh, starting my first business in my late 40s. And um, just t- sort of asked questions, did my homework. And so we launched um, about two years ago and so the first year was a lot of learning as things go and trying to get things off the ground and um uh i was basically a general contractor for remodeling a home in the middle of all that too so i wasn't focusing on the business full time and so um i had planned for 2020 to really be sort of the breakout year we had transitioned the product into uh, recycled fabric, which was a big part of the mission. Um, And I was really excited to sort of get it going. And um, and everyone had a heck of a 2020, as we know, but um, mine started out even more interestingly because um, in January of last year, I um, suffered an acute heart attack 
caused by a condition called SCAD, which stands for Spontaneous Coronary Artery Dissection. And um, so that sort of started my year off. <laughs> and wow. I was um, I'm very, very lucky and grateful to, to be alive and be here with you. Um, so that sort of made me take a step back and reconsider things. Um, and then in March, we went into lockdown. And then um, in May, I um, discovered that my marriage was probably not going to be continuing. So yeah, um, last year was a lot of things. So it was a dumpster fire. It was, yes. <laughs> it was for a lot of people. But yeah. at the same time, it made us really kind of come out of it differently. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, that's, that's one thing that I love about what you're doing is because, I mean, we are all going through transitions in, in all stages of our lives, but um, I just turned 50. And so for me, this is really such a pivotal time in my life because um, it just everything, you know, mind, body, spirit, career, all of it just, it last year really forced me to take a step back and look at everything through a different lens, um, especially from a wellness standpoint. And, you know, what I've learned is wellness encompasses all of those things. It affects every aspect. It affects us as people. It affects our planet. It affects our businesses. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's one reason why I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love what you're doing. And um, there's a lot of, there's different areas. First, I want to say that there's no waste in, in our experiences. Like our experiences, good and bad, equal, if we're willing, equal up to something that we can actually use and reincorporate for, for the better, for the, for the greater good, right? If we, Absolutely. if we look at, what we were learning and, and where then we draw upon those experiences in our now, which is so important because a lot of times when you're going through something, you're thinking, why me? Why am I going through this? But it's preparing you in some way, you know? And so I love that you um, have taken uh, something that you know, and, and you didn't, you don't have an entrepreneurial background, right? Where are you entrepreneurial? Have you had businesses before? This is my first business. Um, I've, I've, I've worked for a lot of small companies. That's been the majority of my career. In fact, um, my, my background um, primarily has been within the tech sector and or various marketing and sales positions um, within that. Uh, and I've always worked for you know, startups or smaller companies. So I've been in that environment and I've always been attracted to that. And um, so when I just had this opportunity, I finally just said, you know, I've, I have this spirit, I have this, this drive and I have something that I feel like I can do, you know, myself and really make it happen. Although you can't do it alone. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I think, um, as we grow older, we have more of a network, we have more experiences and wisdom, and we have also emotional, 
um, intelligence where yes. we've been through some hard things before. You don't get to 45, 50 and not have gone through some hard things in life. And so you understand a little bit how to more how to navigate problems. Whereas when you're young, you're hitting them head on, you're, you're learning as you're going. And a lot of times you're building a life as well. And it's a lot of stress. And do you know that, that the people, you know, everyone starts businesses, but the ones that actually are surviving are the ones that are women led businesses or women owned businesses yeah. over 45 years old. Those are the ones in mass that are doing the best because again, we're ready. We're ready. We've done all these other things and we're ready to start something. We've got the time and we've got the experience and we've got, um, you know, the resources to, to actually do something. And I love that you have worked for startups. So you saw how it all worked. It's just, you weren't the one doing, initiating it, but you got to see it and you know. So I just have to ask you about the business itself. So you created, I mean, you, in your, you told me before that, you know, you had some sewing background and you, you created this one thing for you. How did you go about finding the right people to create your product? Like you had to do some real research, I'm sure, to find the right fabrics, to find the right people to sew them, um, all of that. Yeah. So it, it really was a matter of me just getting down and dirty and uh, Googling like nobody's business. Um, yep. I did have, uh, I do have uh, one friend that's um, been in the fashion business in LA for about 25 years. And yes. so I, I, you know, talked with him quite a bit, but really it was me just hitting the pavement and going down to the design district, just talking to people. Um, I, I, had no idea about how, you know, even how the the terms that were used for finding the right type of fabric, what it was called. So it was just a, you know, a a crash course in just educating myself. Um, And, and I think that comes with age too. It's just not start is starting to get over the fear of just putting yourself out there and, you know, I, what's the worst thing someone can say? No, or I don't know, or no, we can't help you. Okay, well then go to the next thing, you know? And so um, I think that, that made a big difference too. It's just really this time in my life. And, um, and, and, you know, like you said, a lot of times I think when you're going through it, you don't really, you don't really think about it. And now, you know, I'm very much still in the growth mode, but now I kind of look back and people even tell me, they're like, how did you know how to do that? Or where, who was helping you? And I just did it. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, and, and, you know, I was very intentional with everything that I've done so far and will continue to do too, just in terms of, you know, we, we, it's important to me to produce in, in small quantities because I don't want to contribute to uh, further waste. Um, and, and, you know, it takes, it takes quite a bit to find the people that are in that same mindset too, in terms of manufacturers, in terms of um, fabric production and things like that, because, you know, the, the fabric that we use is produced in, in Los Angeles as well. And, typically they have very, very large minimums. Yeah. I think they're starting to understand now and embrace, you know, companies like mine who 
want to do this in a very intentional way, a more sustainable way. And that means smaller quantities. So yeah, but it was really just, um, just a lot of trial and error. And I feel very grateful that I, I found some really good partners to work with. That's great. That's awesome. Because yeah, you do have to find those right, those right people that can help you advise you guide you and you know that their work is going to be good as well. So I, yes. I think that's fantastic. And you're right, you just went out and asked the questions you went out and, and you knew what you wanted to do. And so it was a matter of finding out and that that being free of worrying what other people might think of you. Isn't that great? It's so freeing. Yes. As you get older, you don't worry about it because what you're doing is more important than what people think of you at the moment when you're asking a question. So I love that you did that. And, you know, I don't know if people know, but, um, you know, our clothing, the fashion industry and, and the waste is, is a huge polluter, a big problem. This yes. Fashion and um, just more and more and more and, and all of the waste and all of the pollution. Isn't it like the second most... Yes, uh, the fashion industry is the second largest contributor of pollution yeah. in the environment behind oil and gas. Yeah. I, that's, that's astonishing. Yeah, it is. And there's no need for that. No, 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 not at all. I mean, you know, um, I just, I've been traveling for the past six weeks and I took a carry-on suitcase. And so... Uh, everywhere I went, because I stayed with a lot of friends and family, they're like, Wait, where's the rest of your luggage? And I said, this is the lesson I'm trying to teach you. We don't, we don't need all of that. We mm-hmm. can, we just buy things that are good quality, that, that you can wear multiple ways or with multiple outfits, and you're fine. It's, yeah. You can wear the same things, just style it differently, you know? So, yeah. and, and I was chatting with a friend of mine. I said, did you ever notice how, what this, the size of closets are? You know, there's so many older homes, especially in Los Angeles, um, you know, like the, 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 the bungalows and everything like that. The closets are always small. Guess why? because you don't need a walk-in closet necessarily. The closets were built for the amount of things that you need. That's why they were that size, you know? They were smaller, yeah, exactly. And you know what, too, they, they, a lot of times people who have a lot of uh, selection, they forget that they have it all. And they, when they take a big piece of luggage, usually they keep wearing the same things anyway. Right. They keep going for the same things. Anyway, so I think that I, I love that challenge of trying to get everything into a carry-on because, um, you know, I just rather not have a whole bunch to lug around. And, yeah. <laughs> and I just, I like the less is more approach to life. Absolutely. I'm on the other side of raising kids and I really don't want more. You know, I know they're building their lives and they have to get things. I'm not interested in getting more things <laughs> at all. I'm interested yeah. in experiences and and <clears throat> doing things in life that matter, which uh, which has me uh, going to your next issue, which was you survived SCAD. Survival, what is the sur- SCAD? Can you say again what that was? It was... SCAD stands for Spontaneous Coronary Artery Dissection. So um, it, it is a, a heart attack, but it's not... Um, a, 
a quote unquote traditional heart attack is typically caused by um, some sort of blockage, which is typically plaque buildup, you know, in an artery or something. Uh, with SCAD, what happens, the, the, the dissection part of that is a tear. So what happens is the inner wall of an artery tears and blocks the flow of blood, which causes a, a, heart, attack. a heart attack. So in my case, um, it was a pretty significant tear and it completely stopped the flow of blood. So I went into cardiac arrest and had to be revived twice. So it was pretty harrowing. Um, SCAD has only been being researched for about 12 years and it occurs 90% of the time in women between the ages of 30 and 50. So that was also really eye-opening because, you know, here I was um, 49 and I've always considered myself to be a somewhat healthy person and this just came out of nowhere. And so one of the reasons why I am such an advocate for understanding and listening to your body and overall wellness now too, is because what they do know about SCAD is that it's caused from um, extreme emotional distress and stress Mm -hmm. and uh, hormones. I was just going to say, I bet hormones had something to do. Yes. And so those, those are not all of the contributing factors, but the, these are the largest things that they see in common. And, um, you know, when you think about that age range, I mean, that's, that's the, that's a bulk of the women. And one thing that I want to definitely say is that I had no idea that, uh, cardiac conditions are the number one cause of death in women around the globe. Everyone thinks that it's, it's cancer or something else. Um, one in three women will die from cardiac conditions versus one in 30 from cancer. So oh that puts it, that puts it in perspective, you know, yeah. and, and that's not saying anything, you know, about cancer. It's just the numbers are astonishing. Yeah. And so that, that, you know, after I, survived that experience, I just, I knew right away that I have to do my part to help advocate and raise awareness because yeah, it's It's important, but I got a question for you. I mean, Mm -hmm. did you have any kind of hints in, in advance, like heart palpitations or did you have anything in advance that you could have gone, wow, this is not right. I need to get checked or it just happened. Um, It, it, it happened um, within all within about ninety minutes. Oh I I was um, I had gone to Pilates that morning, and I was it was about one o'clock in the afternoon. I was sitting on my sofa checking my email, and I had this really deep pain in my back between my shoulder blades, and it 
it wasn't like anything I'd ever felt. It wasn't like a, a muscular, like a sore muscle type thing. It was just like this really deep aching pain. Mm-hmm. And I'd had that earlier in the week too. And I didn't really think much of it. I kind of got over it. And then about a minute or so later, I had like this piercing pain in my chest that I'd never felt before. And I, I had gone to um, a Go Red event like years ago and vaguely remembered, you know, some symptoms. And so I Googled it, heart attack symptoms in women. And then I started feeling worse. And I, I then started getting a really uh, sharp pain in my jaw. And I told my husband at the time, I, we have to go now. There's something very wrong. And we went to an emergency care and they immediately called an ambulance. And, and I said, am I having a heart attack? And they said, we don't know. And when I got to the hospital at the ER, there was a team of doctors waiting. They knew. And um, yeah, that's when I lost conscious the first time and I woke up in the ICU and had two stents in my heart. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. What a story. And when did this happen? Like a year or two ago? Um, In January, 2020. Oh my gosh. And, and that is just, I mean, the stress, I mean, I know that, but that maybe this is something that just happens in women who have a weakness in the, in the, um, arteries, right? Like there's a weakness and then the stress and all of that might cause it more than we're not sure what causes it other than stress, uh, emotional stress and hormones, right? Right. And there is a, there's a condition called fibromuscular dysplasia that mm-hmm. um, people are a little bit more predispositioned. They have this condition within their, their arteries and um, their veins. So there are parallels with that. Some, some people do have that condition as well. I, I don't, uh, luckily, but, um, yeah, it, I think for me, um, again, (laughs) research is still being done and this is one reason why I'm so passionate about it. But for me, I think it was just sort of a perfect, perfect storm. Like I'd been, I was super stressed about, you know, getting my company off the ground. I'd been traveling a lot. I was, I, was drinking way too much caffeine. I was working out really hard, you know, just uh, relationship stress. Just, I think for me, it was just, it just was like everything. Yeah. Yeah. My body just was screaming at me and said, okay, now you're going to pay attention. (laughs) Yeah, boy. And then you part of something that's called the SCAD Alliance. And you're also the advice on the advisory board of Court of feel? Is that what? Is that- yes. Yes. So what are those things? Like, what are your duties there? Um, you just are part of it and, and help to tell me about that. So the SCAD Alliance is one of two um, nonprofit organizations devoted specifically to SCAD in the U.S. Um, the founder, Catherine Leon uh, of the SCAD Alliance, she actually is a SCAD survivor herself. Uh, and she is the person who initiated research for SCAD. Mm-hmm. She, um, she experienced her SCAD after giving birth, which is not uncommon. 
uh, on the lower end of the age spectrum, mm-hmm. it, SCAD is the number one cause of heart attack around in and around birth. And so this had happened to her. No one could tell her what happened. No one can tell her what it was. And so she just started doing research. Long story short, um, started uh, talking with the Mayo Clinic um, and established the organization. And um, they they do a lot of really great work. And so I reached out uh, immediately after um, my experience and um, just wanted to get involved and support them however I can. And um, uh, then with Cordifio, um, uh, I lived in Switzerland for a while. And um, so a friend of mine uh, put me in touch with uh, the, the person who is the founder of Cordifio. Uh, her, she had lost her mom after a heart attack and uh, she is in the space of startups and, you know, we just started talking about what there was out there. And um, so they're researching and, and doing uh, trials right now with the product. And um, so there's more to come with that as well. Uh, so it's, it's uh, going to be an app that will help women track basically their heart journey, you know, just understanding what their heart health is not we want to try and prevent happening what happened to me but being intentional being mindful yes that's where i think is important because we as women okay we put ourselves aside we hardly take care of ourselves and so back just we just oh you know and we can handle pain i think much more than a lot of people understand so we just go okay take an advil i'm going to keep going i'm going to keep going and right and so i think this will make women more aware wait, this is happening. And this kind of lines up with these things. Maybe I should get checked, you know, like stuff, I think. Well, I had a conversation with, with my gynecologist. I said, Uh you know, that, and that's the other thing too. What I've learned over the past year and a half is that this is kind of shocking, but in a survey that was done, um, I think it was, I want to say with a thousand doctors, um, 40% of doctors were not, they did not feel that they were well equipped to diagnose a heart condition in women. And, and 20% of those were cardiologists. Oh my gosh. So, so there's gotta be a shift in multiple things, like the, the standard by which you diagnose a cardiac condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had a conversation with my gynecologist and said, you know, when we go in for our annual wellness, well woman visit, and we're looking at um, breast cancer and cervical cancer, and why are we not adding a heart component to that if that's the number one cause of death in women? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's part of it too, is just like educating everyone, not just just us, but but people in the medical field as well. I think for both men and women, but especially for women, it's a good uh, thing to consider integrated health. Like you're saying, mind, Absolutely. mind, body. So like all of that, because the stress and the hormones affect all these other things that are going on. And so yes. I think it's just really smart to start thinking. And I, I uh, have people that I'm interviewing that 
are inter integrative doctors. They're really yes. women that are pushing for this integrative approach because women especially need, need that in order to, to look at the whole picture. And so it's just a different approach that it's going to take some time and effort, but we're a different, um, we're just different and we, we need to be looked at, at differently because our heart, they're saying women, um, when they're having symptoms of a heart attack, it's different than men. Yes. So it's, it's really important to, to be aware of that. Absolutely. There's a, there's a wonderful book called The Heart Speaks. It's by a cardiologist named um, Mimi Guarneri, and she is the founder of um, a center in La Jolla called the, I think it's called the Pacific Pearl. And that's her, her whole approach. Um, she became a cardiologist after losing both her parents to heart attacks. And um, the, the book just talks about how, you know, over her experience and just talking with different patients, uh, it's, it's all connected. Right. We, we, we can't not have an integrative approach. It's just that we have to, our, our, our health system in this country, our medical system has to catch up with that. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the priority has to shift um, of actually wanting everyone to be well overall versus just being reactive to the conditions that are perpetuated by our bad habits and our society and everything else. So, yeah, I, I, um, after, um, my experience, I started doing a lot of research with integrative health because it just, to me, it just, it just makes sense. Well, you know? you're saying, you know, that it, this is caused by stress. Well, our brain gives us stress. Yeah. You know, hormones can go wooey. And so we can be all over the place, which can cause more stress, which will right. be harder on our body. And, and these weak places in our body break down from it. They just can't continue to, to hold um, that kind of level of, of stress and, and emotional stress, which I want to talk about is the importance of overall wellness. That is something that's really obviously very important to you and, and making sure that people understand how important it is, this, this idea of, of heart health, but also just overall health of the earth, your, your, your business that you're doing, um, you're doing small batches, you're not doing huge, you're not trying to go out there and slam the world with this, you're doing it just because it's important to have this one piece, which, by the way, is amazing, you should all go to www.noblesands.com to look at what she has, because it's not... 30 pieces. It's, it's, it's basically three that I saw that I thought were stunning. Yeah. And I'll go on about that in a little bit. But I think you're what you've been through with the with the heart attack, and then finding out that you were going through a divorce, I think that you then had to stop and really uh, reassess your life and how you were living it. Um, and you had the time with the pandemic to do that, right? Yes and no. Um, I we were still living together, so it was stressful. <laughs> that yeah, it, and so it was it was difficult to to heal. Yeah, um, because you know I was still in in a a stressful environment, but but it taught me a lesson too that you know we're we're all trying, we're all doing the best we know how to do. 
And it taught me to have grace for him and grace for myself. And it's, it's definitely, I've learned a lot in the past six weeks, just going on a, 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 you know, a short journey on my own and really taking a step back from everything. And like you said, just kind of reevaluating where to go from here, what I've learned, understanding the, the wisdom that I already possess that yes, a lot. has not has not been apparent to me until now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, but it, um. But the overall thing, I I think in in business and in life and everything that um I read when I was starting my business about this concept of the triple bottom line. Mm-hmm. that I think was coined by a British uh, economist in the 90s um, that talks about the people, planet, and profit, the intersection of that, mm-hmm. that's sustainability. Yeah. And so that starts with the people and the planet part first yeah. of all, you know, and um and the people part are now going to have to save the planet part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, we, we have to get right with ourselves and, and, and be honest and, and learn how to communicate and heal ourselves before we can heal the planet, you know? And so, yeah, I, I, I know that, all of this combines for for what's yet to come for me and for Noble Sands. I mean, when I created that name, um, I didn't realize that it was going to sort of become my mantra because um, what Noble Sands means to me is holding life's moments in high regard. Yes, and um, and I I think about that every single day now. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing to think about every single day because I've been in those places and I even posted about it today about the, the list and the pushing and the, and the always going in and the ambition and all of that one. Yeah. Um, just enjoy your life. Do what you can enjoy your life. And, and really I think all that you've been through, you've had to just get back to your true nature because you have grit you have resilience, you have all these things that's happened around you, but you had to get back to truly, truly who you are to do what you're going to be doing and whatever that is. But it sort of had to be peeled back. Wouldn't you agree? It looks to me like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, um, I started working with a, a trauma therapist um, soon after my heart attack. And that sort of revealed some other things over the course of my life that I didn't hadn't recognized as being traumatic and but they were absolutely that you know and so I I've taken this time to to try to reconcile my first 50 years basically Mm -hmm. you know and it's 
it's scary and it's exciting and it's, you know, um, uncomfortable, quite honestly. Isn't it? Because you don't have it all figured out. Like, you don't know how it's all going to roll out. And I feel like, you know, just just from a gut that, you know, you're in a, you're in this holding space right now, which is, those are so uncomfortable. I know a few people in that space, but at the same time, it's giving you room to explore and allow it to unfold, which is a hard thing to do. But at the same time, it's a pretty incredible thing if we let it happen. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I wanted to just share something um, about you had written to me and then just really quickly, you have, you went away went to like a retreat or resort and there was a man there who seemed very confident and everything. And he was in the pool as you were passing, you had seen him a few times and then you were passing by and he was taking a private swim lesson in the shallow and meaning that he didn't know how to swim. And the instructor said, um, let's try again. Trust yourself. The more you relax, the easier it is to float. And you wrote something, you know, um, I was reminded that I've known how to swim for decades. I've been trying to keep my head above water in the deep end way too long. I forgot. Sometimes it's okay just to float. And right now, you're floating. <laughs> right now, it's okay to float, you know. And I just think that's amazing that you're there and um, that you're saying to us, and this is so important, that our bodies are, are, are they're ours, but they're on loan. And yeah. that they're fragile and that the time that we have, the sand is, is so precious. Um, so if we're going to, what's the point of being here if we can't be here for a purpose or a reason? And just, I quickly want to say your clothing line is this one piece. And I have this story about Cat's Cradle that it's a, it's a thread and you, and you can, do it. It's a, it's a game kids play and you kind of do this hand thing and then you have to keep transforming it. And you and you need someone to help you do that. But at the same time, it's just this one thread and it's always just this one thread. And you are actually doing that. You're showing this one piece can transform into all these things and still be beautiful, still be yours. And at the same time, um, not depart with all these other pieces. It's just, it's, it's basically transformation in view. And um, I think it just carries through your whole message so beautifully um, and that we all can continue to transform um, in life and that it, that uh, we don't really need so much to transform yeah. rather than getting to know who, who we truly are and holding on to that. And I think with, when life between 30 and 50 gets extremely busy and we um, really depart from ourselves, really. Yes. And, uh, and, and it's a kind of a journey back um, when, as we grow older and we have the opportunity and the grace to, to come back and be looking at it and going, what, what do I want to do with my life now? What is my purpose? I think it's so important. Um, so I'm kind of rambling on, but I loved your story about that. Thank you. You know, it's just incredible. Um, what you're doing, you're on your way, you're moving along. And, <laughs> um, and I don't, I, I still think you're in the, I call it the snow globe stage. You're in a snow yeah. globe. So the, so the snow globe's going around, but once it all yeah. settles, you're still there. You're in it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good thing to be in because snow globes are pretty. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny that you use that analogy because, um, uh, yeah, before my marriage, but the majority of my marriage, um, we relocated um, like nine times nationally and internationally. And I always told all my friends and family, I live in a snow globe because every two years it gets shaken up and I don't know where we're going to land, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a funny analogy, but yeah, it's so true. You know, I, um, uh, at the retreat I was on, I was speaking with someone and she was saying, you know, you're, you're in this precious space. That's the, the, the mandorla, the almond in between the, the, the past, in the future and you're in the intersection and you just have to embrace it and don't force it. And, um, and this is the very first time in my life really that I feel like it's okay for me to do that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's not lost on me. <laughs> I'm very yeah. grateful yeah, but it's a hard thing to do. Like, it's yeah. easy for us to say it. Yes. But we always feel like we, because we grow up going, you know, you got to get out there and you got to do. And so by not doing, it feels like you're not doing enough. And it's like, no, you are. It's just right now you're in this snow globe stage. You're in this floating space. And, um, and just embrace it. That's what I, I've been there I'm several times. I can be there next week. I mean, you know what I mean? So yeah. I have to just get to that place of don't force anything. And I catch myself doing it and that, and things aren't going quite right. And I stop and I raise my kids to say to them, you know, it's nice to have a plan, but if you feel like you're pushing a boulder up a hill, stop. It's yeah. not the right thing. It's just not the right thing. And, um, I, I think it stuck with them a bit. So, but you know, it's it's life can be challenging, and I love how you've tied everything together: your experiences, your, you know, the the issues you've had with your health, where you're at now. You're super clear, and I feel that that um, they have good things in store for you. So, thank you. I hope so. <laughs> yes, I think so. And so, so this has been such a great talk, and. Thank I really you. appreciate your time, Julie, and I wish you terrific success. And I'm going to be continuing to watch what you're doing and, and uh, stay in touch with you. Julie is offering a percentage off on, on her pieces on her website. So look in the show notes to get that special code so you can go and purchase your own Noble Sands piece. I'm telling you, they're beautiful. You don't want to miss out on this. Thanks, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Not done yet? Neither are we. Continue the conversations and get inspired and empowered with community, resources, events, experts, all on a private platform. Become a monthly member or save money and become an annual member and get two months free. Get all the perks and find out the details at nextcareerlife.com. A link will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy, are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? 
Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.